That's right, we got a stacked card starting right off the bat. We're featuring Holly Holm and Irina Aldana in our main event. We're going to break down this fight as well as all the other fights on this card, 12 in total. We're going to break them all down for you. We're going to provide you some best bets as well as our underdog of the week each and every week. We're going to hold ourselves accountable here on the MMA Predators Podcast. We're going to keep track of our bets. We're going to have you keep track of our bets. We're going to break down why we lost the bets, what we didn't see, what we did see, and we're going to learn from each other every week. We're going to hope to start a section on pregame.com of MMA section, and we're going to headline that section and bring you this podcast every week, hopefully to get us YouTube channel up on YouTube starting next week. We'll see how the podcast goes. Um, First fight, getting out of the gate, we have Luigi Vandremini versus Jessen Ayari. This is a lightweight 155-pound matchup. Uh, these guys are both 170-pound fighters moving down to lightweight for their first fight. I uh, feel like they can get some more power in the lightweight division. We'll see how it goes for both of them. Now, Luigi Vandremini coming in your favorite, minus 120. He is a winner of four out of his last five, all by stoppage. Uh, he did lose in his first fight in the UFC by knockout. This is his second fight. Um, he hasn't fought since 2018. His last win was in 2017. Now, this is a submission ground-style fighter. He's going to want to take down Ayari and try to submit him. That is his style. Now, Ayari comes in 16-5, and five, several UFC fights under his belt. Uh, this would be a significant step up in competition versus for Vendrenemy. He has fought nobody but uh, 0-1s and 0-2s. Um, coming into the octagon, not a lot of competition his way, um, even though he's got an 8-1 record. Now, Yari, now he has fought Darren Hill and Stevie Ray. Now, both these names you can recognize. They are heavily on the UFC lightweight division and lightweight uh, roster. Um, like I said, these guys will moving, are moving down. Uh, Yari will bang. He fought Till very tough. He got off, He's good off of his back. He does have some submission attempts off of his back. Um, I do see this a slight lean for the underdog in this matchup. Um, I see this way based, based on experience going uh, Ayari's way. So I will give the lean and the nod to Ayari. I looked at the money. Uh, the money is moving in Ayari's direction. So if I say follow the way of the Sharks and follow the money, and uh, that would be with Ayari at plus 100. Uh is our first fight. All right, right into our second fight. We got Casey Kenny pitted against Ella Tang Hey Lee. Now, this is a 135 Bantam, Bantamweight matchup uh, featuring Casey Kenny, 14 2 and 1, and Ella Tang Hey Lee, 14 7 and 1. Now, uh, Casey Kenny is a winner of four, of four of his last five. He submitted Louis Smoka in his last fight. He has wins over Ray Borg and Bermudez. Um, his last loss was to Marvish Davishvili in February by unanimous decision. Uh, now, we remember Davishvili. He's the takedown machine. 
uh, fighting out of uh, the Saralongo camp. Um, he also uh, digged in his background. He has a win over Brandon Royval, which we just seen last weekend uh, do a number on Kai Car of France. Um, so he has a he has a win over Brandon Royval as well. So uh, Casey Kenny is uh, definitely the experienced fighter. He has uh, nice judo throws, good speed. He will bang. He's well-rounded. Um, and then we go to Alitang Hai Li. Um, he fights out of the uh, Institute in China. Uh, he's a well-rounded fighter. Uh, 2.77 significant strikes uh, compared to Kennedy's 3.66. A little bit less, uh, less volume on the strikes, but a little more takedowns. Now, Alatang Haley is also a winner of four of his fight, four of his last five. He's a uh, has first his first two in the UFC. He has lost to Song Yadong in 2015, um, before the Performance Institute, and he last fought in December 2019. Now he will take one to give one. He has good counters. He has a heavy right hand, and uh, he needs to work on his combos a little more. But he is very fast. Um, he's a stand-up guy uh, with a wrestling background. He's got good cardio. Um, I find that he's going to be a really good fight and a hard out for Casey Kenny. Um, I believe Kenny will get the job done. But coming in now at minus 335, Casey Kenny has lost all his value. Um, if I were to bet this, which I'm going to pass, I would bet the side of Alatang Haley only based on the fact that he's going to be a tough fighter and a tough out. Um, pizza bet only on this fight. This is a slight lean to the underdog, Haley. So that piece of lean bet is based on Alatang Haley having the most value on his side of the money. Um, like I said, I believe Casey Kenny will eke out the victory. Uh, but if you did want to bet and get some value, I would go uh, Alatang Haley side of the betting on that one. Uh, now our next fight we're going to have is Loma Luke Boomy versus Jin Yu Fry. This is coming in the straw weight division of 115 pounds. Now we got Luke Boomy who comes in four and two. She's five feet tall with a five. Uh, five significant strikes per minute with 54% accuracy. Uh, she uh, will take you down usually with judo throws on her takedowns. 30% uh, accuracy on those takedown attempts. Um, she used to be a 105 atom weight fighter. Now the UFC a, a couple years ago uh, took on some atom weight fighters, uh, closing a division, I believe, out of uh, Risen and Victa. They had an atom weight, uh, atom, atom weight division. Um, and that have, they have uh, transferred that division over to the UFC, and these women have tried to go up to 115 pounds. Now, Luke Boomy's last fight, she lost to An Angela Hill. Uh, she did fight really well. Um, she has nice Muay Thai. She does it does good in under grappling exchanges. Uh, she has good knees in the clinch. She does not like to be pushed backwards. She got a little panicky being pushed backwards. Uh, but she does have good heart and good chin. She does not want to go to the ground. Um, she's good with her own takedowns and judo throws, but she usually lets the ladies get right back up. Now, she will leg kick and give you some front kicks. Um, she was okay on her Brazilian jiu-jitsu defense, uh, but only as a defensive uh, defensive fighter only. I do not see her throwing up triangles or arm bars. Uh, she will look to keep it to the feet. She did have good cardio keeping all three rounds. Uh, now, she will be fighting Jin Yu Fry. She's 9-5. Uh, she's coming in with uh, two significant strikes with a 56% average. So I think Luke, Luke Boomy is going to out-volume her. Uh, now, Jinyu Fry is a loser of two of her last three. Um, there was a point where Dana White was taking on fighters uh, from Risen and Evicta Camps because uh, he was trying to get his Fight Island deal up and running. Uh, so that's where some of these fighters come into play. 
Now she has good elbows, good boxing. She's strong. She she could use her elbows a little bit more. Um, she has a little bit more experience than Luke Boomy. Um, but I see this going the way of Luke Boomy uh, based on volume and uh, the volume of the exchanges. I see her getting a little more grappling uh, on Jinyu Fry. And that's going to the way of the favorite. Minus 130. Last I looked at the books. Take the money on this Aline on Luke Boomy. Call it a comeback. I've been here for years. I'm rocking my pants. What's up with the beer? Making the tears rain down like a monsoon. Listen to the bass go boom, explosion. Overpowering. Over the competition. I'm towering. Reckless shots. When I drop these lyrics that'll make you call the cops. Don't you dare stare. You better move. Don't ever compare. Beat to the rest that are all get sliced and diced. Competition's paying the price. I'm gonna knock you this brings up our first best bet and our knockout of the night. We have Jordan Williams versus Nasser Dean Imavov. This fight, I will not go the distance, I assure you. Jordan Williams coming off a knockout two weeks ago on Dana White Contender Series. Um, he just won, got his contract. He's coming right in fresh and fit. Now, I don't believe Dana, Dana White would have him come in to, a, to an incredible tough fight and a loss. So he's going to have him come in against Nasruddin Imavov. Now, Imavov um, is from the region. He fights out of a North African area. So he's close to Fight Island. Um, so we can say what I would think would be his contender series fight, an easy fight for him to get to, uh, as he wasn't even probably able to get to the contender series. Uh, so this is kind of his uh, contender series fight. I believe Jordan Williams will knock him out as he has had, uh, I'm about has had no competition, fought nobody with a record whatsoever. Um, the late money is, I did notice the late money was coming in on I'm a Voff. Um, I don't know, uh, where this money is coming from, this might be uh, uh, sources uh, overseas. Um, but uh, late money is coming on Imavov, but I still like uh, my, uh, minus 165 on Jordan Williams um, coming in this week. This is my knockout of the night. This fight will not go the distance. Jordan Williams has heavy hands. He can't cut weight. He's a little, a little bit small for 185, but he has a good chin. Um, and like I said, he just won a couple weeks ago. He should be ready to go. And he, uh, he will get the knockout. All right, we're not going to spend a whole lot of time on this next fight, but the next fight on the card is Charles Jordan versus Joshua Kulabau. Now, uh, this fight is in the 145-pound division. Um, it pits uh, Charles Jordan, uh, who was a loser of two out of three. Um, he lost his last fight in a split decision, close split decision to Andre Touchy-Feely. Now, he had Andre Feely in trouble in this fight, and he has several knockouts on his record. Um, he's a Canadian-born fighter, a Canadian roots. I technically uh, tend not to bet against Canadian fighters. Uh, they're good to bet on, but not against, and especially not Joshua Kulabau. Now, Joshua Kulabau has four, four wins out of his last five, but his, his last fight was a loss. It was his first fight in the UFC, UFC on March 2019. He does not have a win against a fighter that has a win. So that means he has not beaten anybody that has ever beaten anybody else. So to me, that means that Kulabau, uh, because of that information, I cannot bet on Kulabau. He does not have any victories over anybody with a record. 
Uh, Charles Jordan, though, um, has no value. Minus 455. Um, I don't see any value. Minus 500 some places. All right, our next fight features two UFC veterans. We have Carlos the Natural Born Killer Condit versus Court McGee. Uh, both these fighters uh, fought have fought in the UFC for many years. Many people remember Carlos Condit all the way back in the WEC days. Uh, Carlos Condit used to be a welterweight champion. Now, he is 30 and 13, but has not won a fight since 2015. He ha hasn't fought since 2018. He has five losses in a row. Now, that being said, uh, I wouldn't sleep on Condit in this fight. He's been training with Cowboy. Um, and Cowboy came into his last fight uh, against Nico Price, and he fought Nico really tough uh, to a draw uh, due, uh, due to an eye poke. Now, I think Nico won the fight, but uh, Cowboy fought him pretty tough, and I don't see Court McGee being uh, no Nico Price. Now, Court McGee has been in the UFC for many years, um, but he's also a loser of four of his last five. Uh, he won the Ultimate Fighter many years ago. Uh, he's more of a... Uh, more a submission guy, and I don't believe he can submit Condit. I think this fight will go the distance, and if I were to uh, uh, put money on this fight, which I'll probably pass, um, I would put on this fight to go the distance. I would do a lean on Carlos Condit uh, due to toughness and experience um, and uh, the fact that Cowboy fought really well in his last fight, uh, but the, the, the value, I believe, on this, on this fight to not go the distance. All right, best bet number two. We have Daquan Townsend versus. Dusko Todorovic in the 185-pound division. Uh, this is the fight that I found with the best value and my best bet of the, of the night. We got Daquan Townsend, 6'3", with a 79-inch reach advantage, fighting with only one significant strike per minute and landing that only 35% of the time. He has three losses in a five-fight contract, uh, two losses in 2020 this year alone. Um, he has uh, weight issues in the past, so keep an eye on his weight. Um, he last lost to a developmental fighter in Devin Lewis. Um, he can be calm. He's, he's slow. He's calm. He's methodical. He's tall. He's strong. Um, he likes to uh, lazily clinch. He likes to go to the body. He's got some good uh, long striding uppercuts. Um, but when he's on the ground and he gets taken down, he does not know how to get to his feet. He is easily taken down. I see this, uh, UFC sees him as a fighter on his way out the door. Um, and they bring in Dusko Todorovic to see him on his way out. Um, this is, this is a, a love for me of the night. We got six foot one Todorovic fighting with 6.8 significant strikes, uh, per minute with 71% landed. Um, uh, this is going to be an introductory fight uh, for into the UFC. He last uh, Dusko last fought on the Contender Series in, uh, in 2019, uh, but he has fought some heavy competition and uh, he has a win over Michelle Pereira, uh, the guy that comes in likes to dance coming into the octagon. Uh, um, 
He's uh, beat Canada's number one milli- uh, middleweight prospect at Dana Waits Contender Series. Uh, he's Europe Top's prospect. He's a striker. He can clinch. He's got good, dirty boxing. He stays busy. He's got good heavy head control, heavily heavy-handed, uh, good control time. He's a hungry fighter. He's got good head movement, good cardio. Uh, he'll deal to the body. Um, I believe this fight will not go the distance. I believe Dusko will uh, eventually, uh, uh, Townsend will succumb to uh, Dusko Todorovic um, either by strikes or by submission. I don't see this going the distance, um, but I uh, heavily, uh, heavily like uh, Dusko Todorovic on this fight. And we got the big dog of the night. Now, this fight is Kyler Phillips going against Cameron Elks. Uh, Kyler Phillips comes in a winner of four of his last five, including his UFC debut, a unanimous decision over Gabriel Silva. He is a creative striker. He compliments Brian Ortega. He's very fast, heavy hands. Uh, he has some submissions. It's kind of flashy. Good, kind of flashy, good grappling. Uh, but his flashiness can get him in trouble, can wear on his cardio, which he does have great cardio. Where I see the value in this is in the camps. Cameron Elts comes in on a Jackson Wink MMA. This is John Jones' camp. I am fading Kyler Phillips' camp MMA lab. Uh, this is where Sugar Sean O'Malley fights out of, and he just lost his last fight. Cameron Elts comes in. Uh, five straight winners, all by first round stoppage. He hasn't, uh, he doesn't fought nobody with a significant record, but I see him taking out Kyler Phillips in the first round. The value of Phillips is lost, minus 500. You know how the UFC goes. The biggest uh, favorite loses all the time. That's what I see happening here. Cameron Ellis comes in the more hungry uh, fighter, plus 350. Take the big dog. Next up, we have Jorgen De Castro versus Carlos Filippi in the heavyweight division. Uh, both these fighters come in uh, winners of four of their last five, but losers in their last fight. Uh, De Castro comes in with three knockout, three wins by knockout, a late kick TKO on Dana White's contender series. He last lost to Greg Hardy in May by unanimous decision. Came out swinging in the first round. It seemed to give, give up in the rounds two and three. Uh, he did beat Justin Taffa, but that was just by a clip, clipping punch. And he does have an Olympic wrestling and football background. He's very athletic for a heavyweight. Flying knees will bang, but does most of this in the first round. Uh, otherwise, he tends to get tired. Uh, he doesn't listen to his coaches after that. Uh, same goes for Carlos Filippi, though. He wasn't very impressive with his UFC debut. He came in against Sergey Spivak. Lost by majority decision uh, in his first fight of the UFC. He does have three knockouts on his rest uh, on his record. He swings wildly. It's not accurate. He's got good heart and good chin, and he will bang with De Castro. So De Castro doesn't uh, finish him in the first round. Philippe might take this in the next two rounds. Uh, my value in this it was with the with the underdog, slight lean with the underdog based on the value. Uh, that DeCastro will not be able to get him out of, the, out of there in the first round, and Philippi will continue to fight and bang with him if DeCastro falls off. 
Uh, values with the dog in this one in this fight. Uh, but don't look for fireworks or a knockout. I think this one could go to the end. That's right, luck will be a lady tonight. We have Jermaine Durandamy versus Juliana Pena. Both coming in at 135 pounds in the women's bantamweight division. Now we both both fighters come in with about 2.75 significant strikes apiece, a piece with about 50% accuracy. Uh, Durandamy is winner of her four of her last five fights. Her last loss is to the champion Amanda Nunes in a five-round unanimous decision. Uh, she's KO'd Aspen Land. She's got a decision over Rucka Pennington. She's got a decision over Holly Holm, who's in the main event. She's also got a KO over Elmos. She's the further, former featherweight champion. She's a striker. She's very tall. Um, she's getting like kind of gatekeepered in this fight, I, but I do not look to her for her to lose this. Um, you can uh, easily take her down, as Amanda Nunes uh, did in the past, but she vows to clean this up in this fight. She vows to not be taken down, and she will stop Pena. Um, USC may be hoping that Pena steps up for a new challenge for Amanda, but I see that coming in the main event, not in this fight. Uh, Juliana Pena uh, has fought tough fights in the past, Kat Zangano and Jessica I. She's a former 2013 uh, tough champion, ultimate fighter champion. She's good off her back. Our last loss came to a uh, former champion as well, Valentina Shevchenko, 125-pound champ. She lost by submission in this fight in 2017. Um, her last fight was in July of 2019. I believe she got a three-fight contract with the UFC after the ultimate fighter, and she's wrapping up that fight uh, with this fight. Uh, UFC is giving her a tough out in Jermaine Durandamy. Uh, the value in this fight, I believe, is with Durandamy, minus 130. She's got championship pedigree, and she will take out Juliana Pena in this fight. I will be parlaying this fight in my own personal bet uh, with Dusko Zadorovic. Um, if you parlay them together, you get about a plus 125. I will parlay them together for my best bet of the night. We have our final fight of the night, Holly Holm versus Irene Aldana. Now, this is the fight I believe will be next up for Amanda Nunes should Aldana win. And that's probably what the UFC is hoping for as they are playing a carousel of women facing the 135 and 145-pound champion in Amanda Nunes. Now, Holly Holm has fought her recently, and in the last fight, Jermaine Durandamy has also fought her recently, so I hope they are... I believe they are hoping to find that these, either one of these challengers uh, will win and they could pit her against Amanda Nunes in one of her upcoming next bouts. And I believe the best uh, the fighter to have the best chance to do that will be Irene Aldana against Holly Holm. That's why she's in the main event in this fight. Now, Aldana, she has superior striking over Holm. Uh, she K KO'd Ketlin Vejeda in, in her first fight. 
Uh, but Holly grapples really well, like Raquel, Raquel Pennington did. Uh, Aldani has a lost uh, one loss in her last five fights, and that was against Raquel Pennington, who Holly Holm beat. Um, Holly Holm grapples better than Raquel Pennington does. Um, if Aldana has a chance, she's going to need to get out of there and get away from Holly Holmes grappling. Grappling, I think the UFC is hoping Aldana will win, but I don't believe she will get it done against Holm. Holm has, like I said, superior grappling. She's usually taller. Uh, she's got good head clinches. She's very strong for this weight division, and she will grapple Aldana up against the fence, not allowing her to get her strikes off. Uh, my lean is my lean on this one is with Holly Holm. She has more veteran fights uh, than Aldana. Uh, she's just a lean tonight for me in this championship fight. Holly Holm gets it done by grappling exchange over five rounds. Again, thanks for joining us on the new Fightcast podcast. I have been your host, The Prophet. You can find me again on Twitter at AllDaySports247. Uh, thanks again for listening to us. We will see you next week, and good luck on all your bets.